Chapter 8, Civilian Life I caught a flight to Baltimore, and my father picked me up at the airport. I get the news my mother doesn't want me at the house, because my older cousin Thomas moved in. My father takes me to his house with his new wife, and his wife says I can't stay there because she has a niece Pamela that lives there. Pamela and I had a past of heavy petting and passion marks when we were teenagers, so my father and his new wife didn't trust us in the house together. My father takes me over to his sister's Lorraine, she denies me as well. For the first time in my life I am officially homeless. I finally stay with a youthful friend Leon and his family. I lived with Leon for about three months. On the 4th of July Leon and I go over to his father's house for a cookout. I see this tall voluptuous chick, Inger was younger, but physically mature in her anatomy. Inger was like T-Boss from the music group. TLC Inger bent over to get some crabs out of the oven I was in love. She was my homeboy's stepsister. I smoked a little weed and I got brave, so I gave Inger my beeper number. She paged me a month later, and we started phone chatting. Inger finally comes over to my mother's house after skipping school. We got heated and made love. I had never made a chick cry before and Inger was cutting it loose like waterworks. I asked, did I do something wrong? She said no. I ain't never had a feeling like that, the feeling she was having was her first orgasm. I had turned her out. She kept cutting school early, and we kept doing what we did. One day my homeboys and I were over at her house, when one of my homeboys knew her, because she went to school with his sister. He asked me, you know how old she is? I said, 17, he said, try 16. It took me for a loop, because she was built like girls my age at 19. I confronted Inger, and she didn't deny it. My spirit told me that I had a lot to lose, and I wasn't getting a prison record for having relations with someone three years younger than I was. So I broke it off with her. After the breakup I called Faye from the mall whom I met before I left for the military to let her know I was home. She was so happy to hear from me. She asked me to go to her high school senior prom. I was like, okay. Then she said, since we're going to the prom, we should start dating to get to know each other. I agreed. Our first date was the movies we met at the center of the mall. Faye gave me a hug like I never had before. I could feel both her breasts through her coat pressed up against me. I can't remember the movie we saw, maybe because I was more focused on her big brown eyes. We saw little of the movie. The kissing and touching was good chemistry. After the movie I walked her home. We kissed for a couple of hours, and then I went home. After I got home we made it official. Faye was my girl. Two months later was the prom. Faye looked beautiful in her fuchsia dress, while I was wearing a black tuxedo with fuchsia accessories. We double dated with her friend and classmate, this couple was strange. I found out why when we shared the hotel room afterwards. The girls date asked me if we wanted to switch. I said, chump did you lose your mind? I was turned off so we left. We got busy in her grandparents' basement as we usually did, months later she became pregnant. That's when all hell broke out, her so-called quiet and godly family changed into a different mode. Faye's pregnancy was stressful and her grandfather was telling Faye to go out and slip on some ice so she could lose the baby. 
She was constantly feeling pressured to get rid of our baby. I would get pages on my beeper 911 all through the night. It was a code for me call her because she was constantly being taunted and harassed by her family. Faye's mother had just had a baby a year ago. The house was crowded. There was no room for another baby. I decided to enroll in college. I was accepted to Morgan State University in Baltimore, Maryland. I decided to study biology. While walking on campus, I was recruited by the university's head athletic coach as a walk-on for Morgan State University football team. I needed a way to support my family working for minimum wage was not enough to support anyone, including myself. I was loving college until Faye popped up unexpectedly. I had talked to her that morning like every morning, and she mentioned nothing about coming to see me practice. After all she was supposed to be in class herself. She was enrolled as a nursing student at a neighboring college, Coppin State College. As I write this book I now see she was spying on me. Faye seemed to pop up in areas of my life I least expected her to. She would not be the first visitor I had spying on me. My father was showing up at my football practices on the sly. One day, I had visited him to fix his radio, and we were chatting afterwards. My father mentioned he knew my coach from their Vietnam days in the Marine Corps. I needed to sit on the team my freshman year to learn the playbook. The only experience I had was high school football experience and college football plays are more complex and rigorous. He said the coach viewed me usable on his team because I was fast and strong, but am I coachable? I would show up for practice, the coach would ride me all the time more than the other players. I was wondering why he was so hard on me. Coach revealed why, when I got into a fight with one of the other players on the field. He said your father warned me about your temper. The coach said, your father told me that I had permission to put my foot in your ass if I have to. A voice told me that my father was not helping me. My father had been there to sabotage me and my future. I transferred to Faze College, Coppin State, where I majored in special education, and I wanted to teach biology to learning-impaired students. Students.